0: You got to get a job doing backup vocals for Ken Platcher. (laughs) Well, folks, you know what that song means? It is Thursday here in the Roaring Fork Valley, as well as in the rest of the world. Most of the rest of the world, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And you are tuned in to everything under the sun. Sopra Sun's weekly radio program right here on KDNK. The best radio station this side of the Mississippi and probably the world i'm your host today james steindler um and i'm also here with my co-host and it's been a while Jeannie soldier and how are you Jeannie?
1: i'm doing awesome it's great to be back in the studio
0: it's so good to be back on there with you again uh, i've missed you Aww. um but we still get to work together on yes a regular we do basis, so but miss being with you on the air that's for sure yeah Uh, Today we have a special program for you. I know I say that every week, but every week is special, and every Sopra Sun is special. And speaking of which, there is a new edition at a yellow newsstand near you, uh, sprinkled up and down the Going Fork Valley. Uh, So get a copy. It's a 28-pager this week, chock full of some good information. Um... Jeannie, you have a couple guide-ups in there. You have one on the Roaring Fork school district candidates. Yep.
1: The election is November 7th. I know ballots uh, were mailed out earlier this week. So there's also, if you look at the end of that article, if you haven't received your ballot, there's a way to check online for that. And you can also register to vote online or register at the polls. But it's important to get out and vote.
0: Awesome. Fantastic. Uh, Yes. And that article is on page nine. And that that information that Jeannie just mentioned where you can check your ballot status is uh, there's a URL at the end of the article, like Jeannie said, in italics. So it's easy (laughs) to find. Yep. Cool, and then you had another wild article this week.
1: Yeah, uh, I had, uh, I can't remember what page it's on.
0: I smash, All right, no, smash stress. Smash stress, yeah.
1: <laughs> what, well, one of our interns, uh, London Lyle, she, a friend of mine, uh, Mickey Jones, her uh, significant other, had brought up one time something about smash rooms, and I said, what the heck is that? And so he explained it to me, and so in one of our editorial meetings, I brought... I pitched that I would like to write about smash rooms, and I did. Uh, I wish they had been around when I was young, because I could have used them at certain times in my life. But, yeah, it was funny. I forgot to mention this in the article, but when I did. So the closest one appears to be in Westminster, and uh, when I interviewed the director of operations there, um, on the telephone, I could hear glass smashing in the background.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's such a wild concept. And I know. Like, um, but it makes sense because people like to break things when they're upset or I, like, I, I yell in my car, I scream in my car. That's um. what I do. <laughs> but might have to check out one of these smash Yeah.
1: I mean, I, you know, it's, and the other thing that, uh, London said in our interview was that, um she her friends got it there's a Groupon out there so you can get a Groupon and get a discount uh on the group that she went with and she said it was a lot of fun she said they mostly laughed when they were smashing things so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's uh that's interesting and it's interesting um that people also do it as uh, like for um office um kind of uh um
1: like bonding. Bonding, <laughs> yeah. Like, and so I thought that was interesting yeah. that they'll have yeah.
0: offices where people gather their professionals and uh, smash things. Not necessarily together. Only two people can be in a two room at a time. Two people in a
1: room at a time. But cool. it did bring me back to that scene in Office Space where oh, yeah. the coworkers take the uh, printer that is always jamming and they take it out into a field and uh, smash it with a baseball bat uh, with uh, Good to Be a Gangsta going on in the background. Yes,
0: that's a great scene and great film. Yeah. Um, so, we also just had uh, young Gus Richardson, a youth correspondent with the Sopra Sun, walk in the studio. How are you, Gus?
2: I am just fine. I ran here and I can feel it. You're the man. <laughs> You're the man. And
0: this is your second week in a row on uh, Everything Under the Sun. This is true. Fantastic, and not, but this also is not your second time on everything under the sun. You've been oh. here in the past quite a few times. Yeah. Um. So thanks again for being on the air uh, today. We are going to talk a little bit intermittently, just kind of shoot the breeze. Um, oh. Oh. oh goodness, Jeannie? <laughs> Jeannie, Even though that's a great ringtone, it's I know still not I have allowed.
1: London calling by the Clash as my ringtone. I forgot to silence my phone.
0: We're going to play a recording uh, that the Soper Sun High School interns, including Gus, um, did uh, conducted together a couple weeks ago with uh, Paul Barnett, who is the head of the iMatter program. It's a state program through the uh, Department of Behavioral Health uh, that provides six up to six free therapy sessions for uh, kids uh up to 18 years old or uh, people with special needs up to 21 years old so we're going to get into that um and uh which will take about 10 minutes so we'll start that here in a moment Uh, first i just want to remind everyone out there about uh, the sopra sun's youth um journalism program which gus has been a part of for a year for one year and going on two years now Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving this ex- him this expecting look. <laughs>
1: yeah. You, He's trying to catch us, but...
0: Um, yeah, so why, <laughs> did, why did you come back this this year, Gus? <laughs> Are you um, crazy? <laughs> well, <laughs>
2: I, it's way better than me having, like, a more traditional job for my <laughs> schedule and for the kind of stuff that I'm interested in. Because I really like writing for the newspaper, and I really like doing interviews, and I really like getting comp tickets... And I think that, I don't know, it's paying, if I'm doing it right, it's paying just as good as me working at the, like, Pepinos or something, Mm -hmm. but um, it's got the added benefit of, like, no set hours Mm -hmm. and, like, just kind of working at my own pace, which works a lot better for my, you know, high school, like...
0: Absolutely, and uh, you're building a portfolio, you've written probably close to a dozen stories by now just with the yeah. Sopris Sun, um, and you also get a chance to collaborate with your peers, and which is very similar, as we say, with uh, how our adult freelance journalists also collaborate. Um, and everyone's going to kind of get a taste of that with today's interview that we're going to he- air here in just a minute. Um,
1: can I ask one yeah. question though? I I liked well maybe it's more just about giving kudos to Gus that your piece that ran a few weeks ago about uh, the September tenth meeting that about the Garfield County Libraries and the controversy around some of the uh, books that they have in there that some people take offense at. Uh, you wrote it from your viewpoint about what it's like to be a high school student who. Uh, you know, with the threat of, I don't know, threat's kind of a strong word, with the possibility of uh, pulling books uh, into a different area of the library or whatever. Um, and you got it post Garfield. Uh,
0: County Public Library yeah. District. <laughs> yeah, yeah. G-
1: uh, yeah, uh, GCLPD uh they posted it on their facebook page and instagram account yesterday and you have gotten all kinds of hits on that story i think i looked at the uh super sun website and you have like 747 hits or something
0: yeah it's gotten a lot of attention um that was a great column yep anything you'd like to add to that guess
2: um, well, I don't want to talk too much on it because I'm doing that Dan Richardson interview in, in a couple Ooh. of days.
0: Fantastic.
2: But um, just to quickly touch on it. Yeah, I think I'm very thankful that um, the paper empowered me to write that because I think it's, it's an important perspective on the situation. Because what the situation is really about, right, is that there is books that they're saying that minors will not be allowed to access the library. And I think that that's a little silly. Like, I don't know. Shouldn't it really just be, like, the parents' decision to decide what I can check out at the library as opposed to, I don't know, me just being f- cold banned from doing so? And I think that if we start, like I said in my piece, if we ban books, we ban information. And that's that's really bad.
0: Right. I do want to clarify that uh, that... Um... Piece that Gus wrote a few weeks ago was an opinion piece in the Sopris Sun, so it is based on Gus's opinion, yes. uh, which of course he uh, we are uh, we invite for people to express their opinions in the Sopris Sun, but it's obviously distinctive from uh, news. I also, want to point out that the um, petition that's circulating is, uh, which uh, according to Garfield County Chairman John Martin, uh, has gotten about 1200 signatures is to uh, place the book somewhere else in the library and perhaps um, have it be eight and 18 and above. And just like you mentioned Gus, that it would be then unavailable to minors, these materials. Um, But anyhow, awesome. And really cool that you are going to be also speaking about this with Dan Richardson, the former mayor of Carbondale on his show here on KDNK. Uh so congratulations. It's uh, just really wonderful to see what the work at the Soper's Sun that you've put into it um has uh, brought to fruition for you and kinda of opened some other doors. And we love having you here at Katie and K too. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Um All right, so I do wanna go ahead and play this interview that the our high school interns conducted uh two weeks ago, again with Paul Barnett, the head of the iMatter program, estate program that uh provides up to six free sessions. Uh, therapy sessions to young people, so we're going to listen to that right now.
3: Hi, I'm Nisenia. and good afternoon, Paul. We are the youth reporters with the Sopra Sun. Thank you for speaking with us today, and do we have your permission to record this interview? Yes. yes okay. Um. Is, before we start, is there anything you would like to remain out of record? Please let us know if there's something. What is your title background and background?
4: <laughs> sure. uh, so my name is Paul Burnett. I'm the Director of Child, Youth and Family Services at the Behavioral Health Administration. Uh, pronouns are he, him. And uh, my background is i uh, worked in uh, behavioral health for uh, over 30 years.
3: How does
4: iMatter provide mental health care, and how do people access it? Sure, Uh, so iMatter um, is a temporary behavioral health services program uh, that provides up to six free therapy sessions, either online or in person, uh, if that's arranged, um, to individuals who are 18 and under, or 21 and under if they're receiving special education services um they can access i matter uh, on the website and i think we can give you that information there's a english and spanish uh, websites um and there's a a screening uh, a mental health screening uh on the website that uh, people can do uh According to Colorado law, if uh, youth are 12 and up, they can complete the screening on their own. If they're under 12, then their parents have to help them do that. Uh, We definitely encourage youth to be as honest as they can in the screening. Uh, It's it's quite brief and easy actually, but that way the therapist uh, has the best idea of what they might need help with and you can get uh, sort of paired with the right person um, most easily. Um, Once you complete that, then you can actually uh, finish the registration information and you can choose a therapist. So uh, it will show uh, availability, either telehealth or if you want someone in person, uh, that's uh, somewhat more limited, but you can actually choose uh, the therapist that you'd like like to schedule with. That's really cool.
3: Um, I have a follow-up question for that. You said that the web is both in English and Spanish. Is the therapy sessions also for English and Spanish?
4: Yes, we have uh, Spanish-speaking therapists as well as English. Um, and there's, so there's the two websites, uh, and, and so they can uh, do that in Spanish, and they can get services in Spanish. Um, we also have care navigators that help uh, clients maybe when they're done with iMatter Matter. Um, or if they need some additional resources or referrals and those can be provided in spanish as well thank you all right paul
2: how and when did i matter get started
4: i matter started uh was was actually um live online um october twenty seventh two 2021 um and so it's it's considered a temporary mental health program because it was funded for uh, the first year and and then we had a second year of funding. We now have a third year of funding. So it's actually funded through the end of of June of 2024. Um, uh, We don't know yet, but I would anticipate that it will get um, extended or improved or something like that. There's lots of different ideas about what they might do.
2: Cool. And how many young people have used IMR Matters services so far?
4: Um, so through uh, through the end of I have data through the end of September, and um, so we have served uh, nine thousand eight hundred and twenty-two different youth, um, and that includes uh, thirty-seven thousand four hundred sixty-seven sessions, therapy sessions, um, and. So far, 102 youth have been served in Garfield County.
3: Does a particular region need more attention than other areas?
4: Definitely some regions have seen more youth than others. Uh, kind of obviously the most populated counties have had the highest numbers. Um, there are several counties in Colorado that have had over a thousand clients each um, there are I think there are two counties that still have not had a single client um, you you get access online therapy from anywhere in the state so it doesn't really matter where you live but the counties that have the, the lowest numbers uh, probably are the least populated counties um, we, we don't really have good data on on uh, the types of problems by county, in terms of why we might see more um, more use there, so we're not completely sure about that.
3: Does a participant stay with one therapist?
4: Yes, they do. Um, there is a possibility that if a, if a youth uh, requests a different therapist, maybe for some reason they they don't connect with that person, or they need someone with some other kind of focus. They can ask for that and they can be switched. Um, I believe that has been extremely rare that, that anyone has asked for that. Right,
3: um, how, wait, how is the program funded?
4: So the original funding was um, House Bill 21, 1258. So the 21 meant it was into the, the 2021 legislative session. And then the, the bill for last year was um, House Bill 22-1243, uh, and then for this this current year, starting July the 1st, and through the end of uh, next June, uh, it's actually City Bill 23-214, which is also uh, known as the long bill in the state. And um, the funding this year and last year, um, the first year was actually a little bit more, although we didn't spend all of the money, but it's been about $6 million per year, and five million of that we've used for services, and about a million for uh, marketing and outreach efforts.
3: All right. So how do
4: you promote um, and advertise iMatter services? So we have a um, we have a marketing and outreach team here at the BHA, and they, they run that end of things. So iMatter has been marketed um in all 64 counties in Colorado. And it's quite extensively marketed, um, I would say much more than most of our programs. And that was uh, intentional because we felt like, uh, first we had to have uh, a lot of youth input to make the program, uh, to make the website flow easily, to make it basically visually attractive. Um, So the wording made sense. It didn't just sound, you know, clinical and harsh. So we had a lot of youth input. And we also felt like um, actually marketing and informing people of the program would be really important to reach youth. So there's a lot of marketing materials that um, agencies can request for free from the BHA. So they can get posters and all kinds of things. All right. Let's see. Did you and people your age have access to these sorts of services when you were growing up? And if not, do you think it would have been beneficial? Um, I, w- I would say uh, that behavioral health services at that time were were far less common than they are now. Um and so I would have to say, no, not 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 nearly as much. Um, certainly, I think it would have been helpful. And, you know, I think a couple of the things that are most helpful about iMatter is, uh, first, it's an easy screening online. It is easy to access. It's relatively quick. Um, if you want telehealth services, you can get in really quickly. There's really not a wait list. Um, and then it can be uh, also you can't screen out. So even if you complete the screening and it looks like you have no problems, you can still see someone and they're not going to uh, ask you, why are you here? You don't seem to have any problems. They're not gonna do that. So I think it's helped with um, to connect people to counseling and that kind of emotional support and to reduce uh, the stigma of talking with a therapist.
3: That's
4: very important, yeah. Um, Let's see. Is teen mental health more of an issue today than it was 25 to 50 years ago? Or maybe is it more talked about now? Or, um, you know, is it about the same and there's, it's more normalized? Or do you think that the need for mental health services have grown? I think they've grown. Um, I mean, we know that the mental health needs have grown since the beginning of the pandemic and probably beyond that. Um, so I, I don't really remember seeing data about what it was like 25 or more years ago. Um, but I, I do believe that the mental health needs are greater now than they were. Um, am not sure, sure what that is, but I, I believe that's the case. Um, did I, did I answer the rest of that question or is there another part?
1: Um, no, I think, I think you
4: nailed it. Okay. All right,
2: Paul, this last one's easy. But is there you. anything else I you want
3: to add? Oh, sorry. I have a question. Uh, So you said that the first six sessions are free. If somebody wants to continue, how much will it cost?
4: So um, they can only get up to six sessions through iMatter. Unless the therapist says uh, to to the contractor, um, I really need one or two more sessions with this kid, and then they'll be done. So we've allowed seven or eight sessions uh, a number of times but generally it just goes up to six. And some youth say, I don't really need all six. The first three were enough, I'm done here. But the main thing is when they're finished, if they need to move on to another therapist, uh, maybe they have insurance or Medicaid or their family can help pay or something, then we have uh, care navigators who can help connect them with continued services.
3: Thank you.
2: All right, you guys good?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: well anything else you want to add check out
3: the
4: website sure <laughs> it's really great and check it out in, English, in, in Spanish too bye. Bye. thank you so very much, much. Bye. bye
0: those oh, those were the amazing incomparable Soprasun intern, high school interns uh, interviewing Paul Barnett with the state's iMatter program for more information and sorry I took that away from Gus go I
2: feel so bad for um, <laughs> interrupting Yesenia's question in that clip. And she did such a good job with all of her little questions. Like, I I, I feel I feel awful about cutting her off there. Well,
0: um, you were doing... That's also... We're able to communicate during interviews, right? Yeah. And yeah. it was great because a, as soon as Yesenia raised her hand and said she had something else to say, she did. And she asked a question that was not on the script it, we hadn't come up with that question because the students had come up with these questions prior to the interview um but that was an unscripted question about what happens after and such a great question what happens after the six uh free sessions so um shout out to yesenia
1: yeah yeah!
0: Shout, out to, Shout out to
2: Yesenia, she did amazing
0: Amazing job, great interviewer uh, We're so happy to have Yesenia Binavides on the team As well as the rest of our uh, youth interns this semester Gus Richardson, who's here in the house And is going to be whoop, whoop. Um, helping with everything <laughs> under the sun um, Going forward uh, as often as he can um, Also, Victoria and... Um, Kira and again, Yesenia Benavides and Dominic Fuhrer. Um, we're just so lucky to have all of you. Am I missing anyone? I know there's five of us this year. Um,. Yeah, Victoria. Okay, We're good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we only have about a minute and a half left, folks. So thank you so much for uh, staying tuned with us here on Everything Under the Sun. Uh, Gus, what are those websites in case anyone wants to find out more about the iMatter program?
2: The first website is org.
0: Fantastic. And, and
2: that one is in English.
0: That one is in English. And the Spanish one, if you're... So inclined, Gus? That is YoInPortoColorado.org. No. YoInPortoColorado.org. My dot org. <laughs> um, So please, if uh, you have a child who is in need of these free uh, services through the state, again, go to ImatterColorado.org or in Spanish, yo dot org. Thank you so much for staying tuned to everything under the sun. Um... Have a wonderful Thursday. Um, get that theme music going on to take us out. Woo! <laughs> Y'all take Thanks care. a
1: lot, James Jeannie, and Gus.
0: Thanks for being in the studio. Thanks for uh, helping start the, or I should just say starting the Youth Journalism <laughs> Program two years ago or three years ago now. Yeah. Uh, we're so lucky to have these kids, uh, these young adults yeah. uh, contributing to the newspaper. Thank you, Gus.
2: Thanks a lot. You're welcome, and thank you too.